following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Boo. Wait, what? What? What was that? Boo. Brandon, where are you? Brand, Bra- Brandon. Nolans. Oh, who is this? The, oh, is the, the Dicky is oh, here. Oh shit! Back again. Shit, he's back. Where are we? In what land? In I. We're, we're in Bill's land, I guess. Hey. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. No, Let how did a Buffalo. how did a Bills fan infiltrate our podcast? Somebody grab some tables here. <laughs> there he, bring that hardwood. Bring the hardwood. There he is, D to the Icky, our good friend Nick Harder. What is going on, my friend? How are yeah, you? you know, same old, same old. I'm breathing. It's a thing I do. That's good. Not much going on. Uh, I am hyped for football season, though. Oh, we my, all are. We all. My are. drug addiction is coming back, and it's coming back strong. Usually starts in August and uh, it doesn't end. It does not end. <laughs> Good. No, I mean it, it's so close, right? We're we're two weeks away from preseason now. Like, who would have thought how excited we'd be for preseason football? Listen, I am excited every, especially now that my team doesn't suck as much ass as we've <laughs> collectively been over the last twenty years. It's really awkward this whole winning situation. I don't know how to take it. Yeah. I mean, so far, so good. I listen, I know, I know we say a lot of bad things about, you know, the, 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 the bills on this show more so Brandon than I, but, um, uh, you chime in there a little bit, lot bit, a little here bit, there. just a little bit. There. I'm going to point the figure more at Brandon because, uh, he's not here. 200%. <laughs> he admits it. You know, I, I have, I have my beef with, with certain bills fans and stuff like that, but, um, I'm confident. I heard him say, admit admittedly talk a lot of shit multiple times especially recently i'm pretty sure last week's episode he did he runs he runs he runs the mouth he is the reason why i probably am a low-key tennessee jacksonville (laughs) uh, texas fan fan. (laughs) exactly he's 100 percent uh brandon's my boy but uh let's go texans titans and jags all right i'll let it fly football hate that guy (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's what i love about your guys friendship that's what i love personally about i love friendship. football hate his ass i respect that i respect that uh he actually nick here had a uh like a really really good idea like i, I was like oh let's think of something uh, you know i'll try and think of something cool and he just bam spitballed it and i was like this is actually really cool this would be a humility experience for myself um but he decided let's go back and forth and look at each other's uh, each other's team's positions. 
All right. And, and see, decide who we think is the better ones. Like, so we'll do position groupings. We're not going to do right tackle, right guard, left tackle, left guard, center, all that stuff. We're going to go defensive backs, linebackers, defensive line, uh, tight end slash wide receiver. I think we got to mix them up and yeah, pass and catchers, pass catchers. We'll, yeah. We'll go pass catchers, running backs, and then five, uh, quarterbacks we'll, we'll go from there so um so this is a really cool one as a really cool idea and uh i'm i'm pretty it's, stoked to talk about it we're collectively the last game that we've played uh against the colts was your last game so it still has its relevance it's not exactly like uh we're just pulling out and comparing and tra- contrasting two teams for you know name of the show sake it's, right it's the last game you guys played that is technically true. That is, that it is, it is true. It is very true. Give a little so. Orchard Park stank on you guys. You know, last time you came, you oh, know, oh. <laughs> six thousand strong, six thousand strong that day, brother. Uh, <laughs> so let's that get fumble this. that never happened. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Mm. that happened. It happened. Those catches that never happened. Yeah, Ooh. man. Rivers okay. was uh, pretty efficient, man. It was a good game to go out on. It was a good game to go out on. I'll give him his credit. I'll give him his love. I wish he was coming back for another year, but hey, that's another story. Um, yeah, I understandably so. Uh, <laughs> age keeps up with people, you know, age and children. Children will age a lot there. That's what I hear. And he has, we all know he has a whole heck of a whole, yeah. whole daggone bunch of them. My, so. my cat does not age me one bit, so I can't relate, but you know. That's good. Yeah, cats don't care usually. Yeah. Oh, she cares. She cares. Okay. Do not disrespect my mush. Okay. My apologies. Okay. Accepted. <laughs> But, all right, everybody, let's uh, let's get into this thing. All right, so we're going to start with the secondary. All right, the, the secondary position. Uh, run through in some of the uh, – let's see. Starting a strong note here for us. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. All right, so the starters that we have for um, – uh, let's see, the Bills. We got Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde, Levi Wallace, and – what is NB? Is that like nickel? Is that nickelback? Okay, that's what I thought. That's kind of what I thought. Let, let's not pretend teams really don't play in the the nickel at all times here. I mean, that's true. we're a thirty four. I'm sorry, forty three defense. But how often is that uh, third linebacker on there? You, you want to know the sad part is he was on the field long enough last year due to injuries to lead our team in sacks. And uh, we're not going to throw out numbers because it's kind of rather embarrassing. So we're just going <laughs> to just know that he led. Just know AJ Klein led the team in sacks last year. Yeah. We'll right. pretend that number was in the uh, 8, 9, 12 range, give or take. <laughs> give or take a big number there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully for your guys' sake, a little bit more. But um, so defensive backs, that's it for the Bills. Let's take a look at the defensive backs for the uh, for the Indianapolis did, Colts. Did you did you call him an all-pro when you mentioned Tredavious White's name? I don't I, remember I, hearing I, that. I did not. I, 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 did I not. feel like you could have or should have. Uh, I didn't like last year. He was okay last year. I, I think the whole defense due to injuries and a little – we'll blame COVID on last year. I I'm mean, cool with, yeah, still a pro right. bowler. He is. Listen, I love Trey White with every fiber. He's probably my favorite Bills oh. player. Like, he's he's hilarious. I love his Trey White goalie academy, yeah. this and that. Yeah, but, yeah. He's, but a, last... he's a very very fun fun character on the team. Glad we yeah. locked him up, too. It would oh, be, for it would sure. be heartbreaking to see him. Stephon Gilmore, as much as talent goes, he wasn't a Buffalo kind of guy. He was, uh, you know, no. hey, go to New England. Do you. Go get your championship. You go do, do what you. everybody else does. Ride that uh, Tom Brady coattail. 
I would do it too. I would do it too. If How could I was, you not? Uh, How could you not? Runner, you know? How could you I not? Probably, I would have long ran away to Tampa before Tom Brady did because sunny weather and snow and all this. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not about know. the. I'm not about that snow life. So just just snow. so I recap, we got Trey White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Levi Wallace. Th- those are the main starting outside, and then the backfield of the safeties there as well. Yep. I interrupted you seven times. So we. No, you're that. cool. We gotta add, we can add some little dialogue to this. I'm cool with that. Uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, our backfield: Rock Yassin, Julian Blackman, uh, George Odom. Ooh. And Xavier Rhodes with Nickelback, Kenny Moore as well in the uh, mix there. Taron Johnson would have been our nickel corner. Yes. Yep. Who had a few splash plays. He's known for taking 101 yards back on Lamar Jackson and loved flipping it. that game momentum there. I loved it. That's, that was that's crazy. Big, he also had a picked off Big Ben there as well. Made him look a little foolish there. Yeah, Taron, he, he didn't have like a consistently good year, but like he came up, he had like the biggest moments, if that makes any sense. Uh, that's very true. He he was benched earlier in the year for some sketchy play by undrafted free agents uh, taking a spot here. So wasn't uh, came on late is when it matters too. playoff time, big game to help Pittsburgh realize that they weren't the Bills. So <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And yeah, and Teron Johnson finished really good. All right. So from the secondary position, it pains me with every fiber of my being, but uh I have to give the nod. You gotta give the nod of the Colts. It, honestly, the, the secondary position is what has me most concerned as a Colts fan. Oh, you had to uh, give it to the year. Colts that they need to improve. I you weren't yes. giving it to the Colts is in the better of the no, two. No, no, no. Uh I met the Bills. The, the, uh, yes, I, I yes, the Bills was... win this one. I, I should have worded that better. I just got lost in thought. Um yeah, no, it, it's the Bills first and foremost. The, the biggest concern for me of this defense. Uh, for the Indianapolis Colts is the secondary as excited as I am for Xavier Rhodes to come back. And, you know, you got Julian Blackman developing. Jordan Odom's pretty cool. Uh, love me some Kenny Moore. Rocky scene's got a lot of growing to do. Is uh, Kenny Moore the one Brandon always touts as the best slot corner in the game? He loves, he loves Kenny Moore. He loves him right. some Kenny Moore. What kind of accolades does Kenny Moore have? Is he a pro bowler at all? Has he been there? I don't know. Has he taken a trip to Honolulu? Um... Can he back up the wow. best corner, best slot corner in the, the league? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Not so looking good Brandon's for Kenny. Yeah. Brandon's mind is bad. That doesn't Kenny Moore's me. good. I don't see some yeah, of the, the Pro Bowl stuff is so it, like I, I don't know. It's I, subjective. It is very subjective. Listen, Evan Ingram getting in last year, it was like the he's like the worst. Name recognition. Ever. We know he was the he's got the New York backing. Yeah, even though he's never done diddly poo on a football field. Listen, yeah. I've I've had him on fantasy teams, and it's been uh, you know not good trying to poke him with the stick to get him going there a little bit here and there twice because they had him as a top four tight end, but yeah, but yeah. it won't be a top four this year. I guarantee that. It'll... No, good. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Uh, it, <sighs> sorry. So yeah, get, even as you gave us the nod there, this past NFL draft, I was pounding the table for Buffalo to try and replace Levi Wallace and. Uh, listen, McBean seems to love the guy. Seems to get the job done. Uh, they teams tend to pick on him because he's not Tre'Davious White. But I, I was saying, let's bring in one of these rookies to give him some competition. And they never even they, they drafted a wild goose in like the sixth round to bring in for some cornerback competition. 
Yeah, my man Rashad Wild Goose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If, if that jersey's worth getting just because it says Wild Goose on the back. Oh, it's such a cool last name. It's such a cool last name. Yeah, Levi <clears throat> Levi got to, you could tell just, I mean, for the bulk of last year, teams were just straight up targeting Levi Wallace um, with, with, with everything. He, he lacks a lot of that, that athleticism, too, to kind of keeps us in that area where we're never going to be able to run man as much as other teams do or – uh, is smaller guy as far as frame goes, so he can get beat up by some of these other bigger receivers. Yeah. But uh, listen, he's got a year contract to prove himself to maybe bring him back on another cheap ass salary here to keep this going along and maybe put him in the slot or dime next year. I don't know. Buffalo loves him. McBean loves him. They do. They do. Yeah. I mean, like they said, this, this, the secondary is really. Uh, really good. Trey White, uh, you know, just Trey White. Yes, all pro, pro bowler. Very good. Undeniable talent. Undeniable talent. Jordan Poyer uh, and Micah Hyde are some of the best. I actually wanted to take a look and see where Bill's. Poyer was plucked out of obscurity from Cleveland. I, when we picked him up, I said, who? And then I was just like, listen, man, I, I was aware of who Micah Hyde was coming out of uh Green Bay. I was thinking he was going to be brought in maybe to play some slot corner for us or maybe play some corner because he's got that uh, ability to play both, but he's found himself a nice little home back there. Yeah, he's a pretty well for himself. Uh, passing defense. Might not have the acknowledgments that uh, that a lot of the corners... I mean, we're still in Buffalo, so a lot of these the higher-up medias will look over some of our lesser-known players. If you're not Trey White on the defense or Tremaine Edmonds, you're not getting much love. Yeah, I just seen something. It was, uh, I think, I think Micah High got overlooked in something. All right. Listen, yeah. Xavier Woods was a was a hell of a steal for you guys though as well. Let's not stick on Buffalo's side. Oh no, no, no. Listen, I'm I'm very very grateful for for what Xavier Rhodes is 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 come former to former first round pick that uh is costing you pennies on the dollar this year. I'm pretty sure yeah, they signed him for nine mil. I want to say it was around nine mil that they got him. Oh, I, I lied. Then that was a lot more than I thought it was in my head. Uh, <laughs> I could be mistaken. It might have been. Now I'm curious. But but that's not too far off from a starting cornerback position. I mean, he's out there locking down for one side of the field for you. Nine mil isn't crazy. I think Trey White, Trey White, Tredavious himself, is over here getting seventeen mil. Per season, yeah, he's one of the high. He was what at one point I was with the highest paid cornerback. We locked him in early, and then somebody else trumped him a week later. So, yeah, was it Ram- was it Ramsey? Was it? I believe so. It might have been. It might have been. I believe so. It shattered it. So, um, if if you would have left though, my my little heart would have been broken. Yeah, that's a tough. That's bleeding. a tough spot to replace. That's bleeding red and blue everywhere. <laughs> yeah, last year. Last year, the Bills passed defense. Um, and this is obviously a big part of the defensive back. What's up? Checking out some rankings. Yeah, I checked out some rankings. They were 12th in passing defense. You're going to say a run defense, and it's not going to sound pretty, is it? Don't do that. Um, I'm trying not to, man. I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah, the only uh, last year, Bills passing defense gave up 3,726 yards, 23 touchdowns, and I think as a unit, they had, man, where'd it go? He's moving on me. 23 touchdowns, they had 15 interceptions. Uh, rush defense. Where is the Bills? You're right in the middle of the pack. 17th. 
Yeah, we had a little step back year last year. It wasn't the wasn't the no. prettiest of years. Playing some no. shootout games here occasionally if it wasn't for that offense. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what Star brings back this year. I'm kind of, I'm yeah. kind of see Who would have thought that start of the Tule would be that important to the Steel uh, defense? Certainly not, not I. I either. When, when, <laughs> when we signed that motherfucker for $10 million a year, I, my jaw <laughs> dropped. A one technique, for those who don't know, plays in between the center and guard and tries to block up two people and leave some one-on-ones for the three technique defensive tackle. And, man, $10 million for a guy who's not going to put up some stats and not going to get my dick wet in these games. Man, I was... <laughs> I was Lord. And for those who don't know, well, let's go into linebackers so we can get to that D line before I start jumping around here. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, we'll go to linebackers next for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, if you want to read, I'll let you read off your bills. I, so I don't want to steal all the thunder. Go ahead, bud. So we're going linebackers here. We got our middle linebacker, two time Pro Bowler, if I'm not mistaken, Tremaine Edmonds. We have our, uh, listen, Sometimes we perceive this guy to be in Bill's media. He's often the the darling re-signed this year. Matt Milano, uh, zero Pro Bowls on the roster, but many on the horizon. And our AJ Klein, he's the, you know, the guy on there who's on some rundowns. I imagine he's probably playing some special teams as well, but he is, he is no star. AJ Klein is the one who led our team in sacks or tied for our lead in sacks, but we're going to glaze over that number once again to, Use your imagination and pretend it's a nice, pretty big number there. And, uh, I mean, we got some depth there. Tyler Medikavich is our backup next off the line to sub in, but he's more of a special teams ace stolen from the Steelers, but he's he's playing special teams. We're paying him to, to not see the field in defense here for many reasons. <laughs> yeah. And the Colts linebacking core. Uh, all right. So strong side linebacker, Bobby Okariki, middle linebacker, Zaire Franklin and weak side linebacker, Darius Leonard. So uh, let me pause you right there. You have a host on there who says Okariki really entertaining and he really just kind of shouts it out. And are, are you familiar with this? Does he do? I'm, I pay attention to the show. Unfortunately, oh, as he a does. Bills fan, I, I, I listen to this. It's Okariki. I still didn't do it justice. It's twice as obnoxious when his skinny ass does that shit. <laughs> yeah, Something about oh, he, he loves he loves Bobby Okariki. We love but him on this show. Makes a play in the game, and we get some Okariki out of him. I I highly encourage it. I don't know why it entertains me so much. It's a fun name to say. It's a it is. I I get it. Um, I think who was who was the last linebacker not named Leonard or Okariki? Zaire Franklin. Is that somebody I should be concerned with? Is he the first off the field? Uh, when we're playing, when you guys are playing nickel, is it is it Leonard Nokariki out there? Yeah, yeah, he's like a. If if there was a depth chart, he'd probably be like linebacker three. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, he's coming into his own. He's not. He's not too shabby. Um, did he lead the team in sacks? No. Okay, we'll take one for Buffalo on that one then. Oof. I listen. AJ Klein is nothing to brag about. I'm just trying to boost my team up here a little bit make myself feel better about it. I think it's a little bit closer than people realize between Franklin and no uh, between Buffalo and, and, and the Colts when it comes to linebackers. I think it's okay. Like, so we, we have Tremaine Edmonds with a couple uh, pro bowl nods there, but he, he is no Darius Leonard here, right? I, he I, has, yeah, has I would take, I, I would take Darius Leonard over, over 
any of the Bills. I mean, of course, any of the Bills linebackers. Uh, I, I'm a fan of, of Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. I think we're, we often tout Matt Milano in the Bills community as the best linebacker we have on that team because comes out and lays that lumber there a little bit here and there. But Tremaine Edmonds, uh, he's, he's still a baby, which is a little baby. He's, he's growing. Still, he's got rookies entering the, the year here still older than him. Personally, I, I mean, I like Tremaine Edmonds kind of tapered off a little bit for me. Again, we, we acknowledge that. Um, you know, we acknowledge year, that, that last year was not good. It was not good for, for, for Tremaine Evans. Um, I would, I mean, I would probably put Bobby over Tremaine. If, it, if we're going back based on like last year, if like, if he comes out strong this year, obviously there's, it's, it's, it's it, the arguments a little differently, but I think it's a little bit closer. And I think my bias is going to come out here. And with, with, I think Leonard trumps all of them. So, oh, for sure. And then you'd be comparing Okariki to Matt Milano as the outside linebackers here. Yeah. So hey, I'm going to roll with the Colts for the linebacker position grouping. Listen, you, you got Darius Leonard putting up all pro numbers, putting up legitimately he's, defensive MVP. He's about defensive to, player of the year. Numbers. Highest paid linebacker. Fred Warner just got paid. And, and Fuck up that Colts salary cap. <laughs> Fuck it all up. Yeah. <laughs> mess it all up so you can you gotta build through that second round that uh that you guys love so much playing around and no first round picks you just trade them back trade them back <laughs> trade them back stick in that second round so you can it's all you can afford i love it i i'm a certified colts hater cowboys and colts hater cowboys oh, and colts hater. man I mean, even the afc east obviously but cowboys and colts hater this is brandon's fault he did this he did do this. This is kind of his fault. I am the but monster. Listen, that I, I, I think, I think, and this is going to be hot take here. I think cow, I think Cowboys and Bills fans are very, very similar. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Get out of here. Listen, listen, Get out of here. listen, if, listen, if, if the bit y'all talk so much shit year in year out for a team that's had like half a winning season in the past, 20 years you're going to say yeah. we talk that shit listen lately listen I, I, i'm an internal optimist but no i know you are i'm not grouping uh, you in with, a, with a lot of other people i remember people screaming super bowl when ej manual come out came out nah, i if, if that, those words ever came out of my mouth during uh, ej manual draft it was a joke but uh <laughs> not you, no, 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 no i know it's not you it, it's not it would you. be the uh, annual when we win that first game of the year with you know, an EJ Manuel type player that I'd say we're on pace to go 16 and 0, but and that would be a complete joke and out of no. No, no I know you are. There are people though who take that shit very, very seriously. Um, I am conditioned as a Bills fan to expect the the ceiling to come falling in anytime. Right. So even when we're doing good, it's like, well, there's still time on the clock. There's still too much time on the clock. And then it all changed with the uh, you know Andy Dalton, Tyler Boyd. I know. I still love Tides that of, moment. Tides have switched a little bit here. I love that moment. One of my favorites of all time. It's uh, you know, placing our all our hearts. Absolutely. You as a you will we'll call you an honorary Bills fan for it. You yeah. know, living in Western New York, a Buffalo you're, resident. You're forced down the throat with a little bit of Bills logos everywhere you go, I'm sure. <laughs> everywhere. Grew up with it. Everywhere I go. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. I, I gotta be honest, my mom's side of the family is in uh Western New York there, Orchard Park, Buffalo, all yeah. that area. And I, I never grew up uh, thinking too highly of folks of Buffalo myself. And 
I, I just kind of have to like them as Bill's brethren, as family there. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, sketchy at there's, best. There's probably yeah, it's probably two different kind of bills, right? There, there's the, the Rochesterians who are just out. I mean, practically Western New York. Yeah, we're definitely uh, Western. Yeah, you're definitely Western New York, but uh, you're just Westerner in New York. Yes. It doesn't get much more Westerner in New York. Very, very much. That Niagara Falls, Buffalo is the Westernest of New York possibility. Literally, I live on the Canadian border, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you can literally see Canada from there. I can. You can Uh, see our old Toronto uh, Stadium there where we used to play for, oh, God, don't even those were some bad years. Never get get cheered. Never never get cheered, never get wins. A lot of nevers there. Uh, bad. Toronto was a bad deal. All right, let's move on to the defensive line. Do you want to read off your Buffalo Bills defensive line? I will, but I will not do so as lovingly as I did the linebacker before. So we got the former Colt aging Jerry Hughes on his last deal as a bill. We have Ed Oliver playing down here, former first round pick, ninth overall. A lot of optimism that way. We have the coming down the Carolina pipeline. We have Mario Addison. If, it, if he's got a little bit of that Carolina stank on him, Buffalo loves him. Speaking of, the returning after taking the COVID year off, Star Latulale. I, I may or may not have said that right. I've heard it pronounced with a right. lot of lalalalays and a lot of lalalalalu. So Star Latulale, I believe, running down the one tech. As far as our team, listen, we got a lot of age on the outside. So much like the Colts, Buffalo went down the draft and said, Give me Greg Russo in the first round. Give me Boogie Basham in the second round. We're just going to take a lot of shots in the dark here at these DNs in the draft, and hopefully they one of these guys become the future, as we did last year with our first overall pick, which would have been the second round due to Steph Diggs, hell of a trade, hell yeah. and bringing in A.J. Epinesa. A lot of youth in the background, a lot of age in the foreground, minus uh, Ed Oliver. Uh, with the returning star, I am a little bit optimistic that we can start getting some, uh, you know, get that block going. Now, we've never touted star as some huge one technique that's the, uh, you know, the best of the best. But it, better than what we had last year is all we're looking for in return because Buffalo can be a top top defense, it, and which will set off the offense, make it their job so much easier as we're not having to be in a shootout or having some – team like the Rams have a massive comeback on us after running up the score on them. Uh, thank God for pass interference in the end zones there. But yeah, I, as I look at our starting D line of Hughes, Addison, in theory, I mean, they might play those guys down on a little bit more passing downs and get some of these new guys, some of these rookies and first year players in on early rundowns, but I'm not hugely optimistic about the, the starters. I love Ed Oliver. I wanted to see him, you know, next to star and have a little bit of a resurgence this year. But uh, by the way, our defensive line is the highest paid defensive line in the league as of last year and underachieved. I'm assuming we took some pay cuts this year, so that might be a little bit adjusted, but we have no Aaron Donald on our roster to, to justify having the amount of money we've invested in the Hughes and the Addisons and $10 million for Starla Tulele. Ouch. Yeah, he restructured his contract this year, this offseason, I think a couple months ago. Star? Not to my knowledge. Yes, yes, I believe he did. I think he restructured his contract. I think you're uh, thinking of 
Addison and maybe uh, Butler? Let me see. Contract restructure. Are they talked about? Yeah, they restructured it. Uh, he had a big one from a base salary of 7.25 mil, the 4.5 million. Oh, look at me. I'm disappointed in so. myself. Let me make sure. Slip through the cracks, McBain. Oh, this, that's from Mc... a year. Oh, wait, that's from a year. No, it's from a year ago. He did it a year ago. My apologies. Okay. Last Mc, year. McBean was going crazy, taking pay cuts on everybody this year to refix the salary cap here. Yeah. For us, but. Front loaded a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, all right. For the Indianapolis Colts, our defensive front. Uh, at defensive end, we have Tyquan Lewis and Quiddy Pay. That's our new rookie. Uh, took it on the 21st. Uh, pick last year's draft uh, defensive tackle. We had DeForest Buckner and uh, we also have Grover Stewart at, uh, at defensive tackle nose tackle, depending on the, the defensive scheme. You guys uh, are a base four, three question mark. I believe I, I'm pretty sure we are typically. Yeah, we typically we do run the four, three. Okay. So let's take out, you got the question mark with the quitty pay where you, I'm sure there's crazy optimism on, Optimism, uh, but yes, we acknowledge he's a project. We acknowledge he's a project. Yeah. Um, Same with Greg Rousseau. <laughs> Boogie Basham is our second round pick, and we're touting him to probably get some more playing time than Greg Rousseau is. Boogie comes in at 24 years old. Yeah, that's always but, yeah. Our second round pick is like injured. He's not even gonna play this year. The yeah. What, what kind of balls does do you guys have out there just you know stashing a second round pick for future <laughs> references? Man. Right. You guys doubled down on DN's the first two picks. Buffalo doubled down on DN's the first two picks. And I'm sitting here pounding the board. Give me one cornerback. <laughs> Jeez. Give me something. No, I know. So yeah. something here. Uh I wasn't opposed to a DN. I just didn't want, you know, two of them in the first two rounds. Yeah, that's a little it's a I was hoping for secondary for the Colts, but yeah, I was I was two D two the same position with the two first picks. That's uh that's that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I don't get a little stingy with the could have, could have spent some money this off season. You guys were really, uh, really cheap on that off season, and yeah. you guys brought back. And I don't, I don't I'm, I know you guys have your favorite uh, talking point who you brought in this off season, but we, we don't need to go there. No, it's yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think if if we if the season doesn't go good, it's got to be because that they didn't spend enough. But I, I imagine he's just prepping to give all these big counts, big cash out things to the Quentin Nelsons of the world here. And oh, yeah, there's you a already lot. got DeForest Buckner getting paid. Yeah. There's a lot to a lot to. Uh, so on a, on a side-by-side comparison here, I, I feel like I want to give you guys the edge just based on that Trump card of DeForest Buckner over here. I'm kind of leaning toward like, he's like a true, like, okay, that's our defensive guy where I feel like it and no disrespect, but uh, the Bills offensive line, there's some interchangeable pieces. Like these guys might not be like long-term plans and some of them, some of them, I, like I get it. Ed Oliver's probably a long-term plan, but he's not like that guy yet. Right. He's no, like, he's okay. still, he's still a little wet there. behind the ears. They're growing there. I'm, I'm hoping this year is where he pops out and is that guy who's wreaking havoc on the defense is like, I was excited when we drafted him. So I want to see that, that optimism and come to fruition and him be that wrecker in the middle there. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we got a bunch of guys on our team in the the D line here. Expensive guys. Expensive guys. Yeah, we have we have young like Grover Stewart. He's been around for a little. I think it's Grover Stewart. When did he get drafted? 
Uh, he's been around for a couple years. I couple feel like years, I've heard Teray's name a bunch. Jimmy Kamoko uh, well. Teray. Yeah, Brandon yeah. loves Brandon loves the fun names to say. But yeah, I mean that's Could that's like it's our hits our depth. Him, <laughs> Antoine Woods, Robert Windsor, uh, Isaac Rochelle. We're not really stoked about that, but um, <laughs> he's a guy. He's a guy, but the minimum minimum salary guy she brought in. So. <laughs> but you yeah, need camp bodies. You need camp bodies. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, they got it for dirt cheap, dirt cheap. So, but yeah, DeForest Buckner, I think, is going to be the 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 pulls the you know is the edge over uh, the the Bills here. I think if you don't, we don't have DeForest Buckner. Uh, if we have just some other, I think they're a little. It would be a little bit closer, you know, just interchangeable yeah. pieces, so to speak. But I nobody think, that's jumping out at you. We get a lot of right. pressures, not a lot of sacks. Correct. Right. Yeah. Where Buckner is just a, I mean, either he's, he's taking blockers and opening things up for a linebacker or somebody else or so on and so forth. But I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to give the nod of the Colts for, uh, for defensive line. Yeah. Darius Leonard can thank, uh, thank him for getting this paycheck coming up here. Oh yeah. Keep, oh, keeping yeah. those offensive linemen off of him and letting them run free in that field, yeah. man. He's going to get paid. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I love to see it. All right, we're going over to the offensive side of the ball the now. Defensive side of the ball, you guys got two to one on us. Two to one, so we'll take. I'll take that notion. Yeah. Um, I'll take that notion. We got. Want to start off with the linemen? Or yeah, we'll go to the linemen. We got four groupings to talk about today: the linemen, the pass catchers, the running backs, and the quarterback. Um, I'll start off on this side with the offense. All right, so at center for the Colts, we have Ryan Kelly, left guard, Quentin Nelson. Left tackle, Eric Fisher. I know he's currently injured, but he will be coming back at some point, hopefully not too long. Mark Lewinsky at right guard, and then Braden Smith at right tackle, another guy who's going to have to get paid at some point as well. Very high picks on that, that old line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's it, you know, that's, that's the, that's the, that's, I think that's why the talent does, you know, running backs, you know, nobody really liked it. Marlon Mack is not this big, wide-regarded running back, but he's done very, very well behind the offensive line. Of course, we lost Anthony Costanzo last year to retirement, battling lots of injuries. The guy just couldn't hold up anymore. But, um, yeah, it, it's I'm not a, mistaken, you got Fisher, Nelson, Kelly, all former first-round picks. Yes. Fisher yes. out of KC coming over. Yeah. Man, as soon as he gets yes. back, if, as soon as he's healthy and ready to go, oh, man, I'm I'm – I might have to get, I got to get some Lyman jerseys going here. You're just going to let uh, Jonathan Taylor run up that left side and do his thing. And it's going to be scary. I'm peanut butter and jealous of this. <laughs> I think we're, I'm leaning the hat on where I'm already going with that and tipping the hat there. But uh, listen, you guys took the jets to the, the house on this trade that they already traded away Sam Darnold to the Panthers. And you have Quentin Nelson and second round pick after second round pick after second round pick for him. It's looking like a, a home run and a half. Yeah, I think we did all right on that. I was in Rochester when that trade happened. <laughs> I I'm remember, sorry. I, know, I think I was doing like pictures around. It was like some like little waterfall or stream around like Rondecoy or something like that. And I was like, ooh, that's a good trade. Beat him right in the half. Yeah. Move back three spots and get three second round picks. I would have been all about that too. Stupid Jets. Uh, yeah. Why don't you take this one and read off your offensive line, my friend? Yes, sir. So on our left-hand side, we have Deion Dawkins. We have John Feliciano. We have Mitch Morris in center. I'm sorry, Feliciano playing left guard. And then we have Cody Ford playing right guard. And we have Daryl Williams 
playing right tackle. So you, once again, you're going to sniff and you're going to smell the state of Carolina over here on the right side with Darrell Williams, former second round pick Cody Ford. Uh, we have no idea what we're getting out of Cody Ford these days. He's bouncing around. He started the year off playing right tackle last year. And then we were like, eh, we got uh, Darrell Williams now. So we're going to bounce you around playing uh, left guard, right guard. We're hoping he settles in at, at guard. Mitch Morris, former Kansas City Chiefs starting center here. Uh, concussions is his middle name. So we miss him on occasionally there due to some injuries. Uh, Feliciano, a replacement level kind of talent there. Yeah. Between yeah. The, our, our guard situation is not what we're in love with. We're hoping Quarry Ford takes that step forward, but I, I can't imagine Feliciano is too much in the future of Bills. We have guys like Ike, Bo- Ike Botger who could be, you know, taking a spot there. Bean loves scooping up all these extra offensive linemen who are like mediocre level talent and then seeing if they fight it out in the camp and maybe be a backup here. But I'm not too crazy on any of them. Uh, we have somebody like a former second round pick, Forrest Lamp, sitting there as a possibility, but he's going to be a first man up off a of bench on the tackles as opposed to that. Uh, in the draft, however, Buffalo did decide we wanted to go with Spencer Brown, a insanely, this is a third round, insanely athletic, but very raw tackle. And then they also, if I'm not mistaken, they doubled down on that with Tommy Doyle as a tackle. But, I mean, Doyle might be one of those practice squad players. I can't see that many draft picks making this roster, but I, I got to be honest with you, tackles, I, I'm cool. Center, I'm great. Even center sometimes has had his moments where Mitch Morris has played some up and down moments. Yeah. But uh, Daryl Williams, the ageless wonder over here, coming back from playing guard and moving out to tackle when he comes to Buffalo, he's, he's doing his thing. Pass blocking has been beautiful. Uh, Deion Dawkins is an up-and-comer. Uh, I believe he's the top half of the league. I, I'm not going to say he's the top five left tackle, but he, he's doing enough. Josh Allen had enough to stay up there and make some long, drawn-out plays on the sidelines here, but I, I'm optimistic for our, our tackles. Uh, Daryl Williams is up there in age, so I'm just re-signed him for three years, so it's a little sketchy on my part, but probably why we went and grabbed Spencer Brown in the third round to groom to not only be our swing tackle, and first off the bench, but his potential replacement. And Deion Dawkins just re-upped, so he's not going anywhere. But no. I, I'll, I'll trade you your left side for our left side <laughs> 10 out of 10 uh, times here. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of this, uh, of the Colts offensive line. I'm definitely going to give them the, the, the nod. I did want to say, that though, that the Bills have taken – decent strides i do want to admit that they've taken decent strides to improving i think a lot last year they coached up pretty well they were coached up pretty well playing i think way beyond what the what we have seen in in, in certain situations there's always room to grow with this offensive line i think a lot of people were just yeah legit happy that like they, they had improved just a little bit but um i don't and know I, think I, the- I don't know if it's been a hindrance on the run game like that's that's the big thing i'm like you know we're going to talk about the running backs in a little bit you know the Bills haven't been a really rushing team in, in some time, probably since LaShawn McCoy, like his second to last year. And yeah. uh, it, it's, it's in that, that's like very uncharacteristic of Buffalo. Buffalo's always sure. had really top end running backs. OJ, Cookie Gilchrist, uh, 
you know, Thurman, uh, Fred Jackson. And, Listen, even, even in recent years, it's been run and defense, run and defense, run and defense. Yeah. And we're always missing that quarterback position. Right. But uh, I think Josh Allen has also helped, you know, patch up any of those bad spots in that offensive line there, being able to run around and being a little bit more elusive. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would love to see Josh Allen behind a Colts offensive line and not say, you oh, know, uh, like, I'd love to see Devin Singletary. And <laughs> to say, honestly, same, same brother, same. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to go with the Colts they have the advantage and the offensive line Colts by a mile on the offensive line, in my opinion. All right. Very good. Next up pass catchers. All right. Indianapolis Colts pass catchers are as follows. At tight end, there's two starting tight ends, uh, Jack Doyle and Mo Alley Cox. The oh, say it more times just so I can hear Mo Alley Cox. What a fun name! What That's a fun such name. a good name. M A C Mo Alley Cox, the best name in the business. Uh, well, yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Uh, Jack Doyle, aging. I love Jack. I love what he's done for the Colts. He's held it down for a pretty long time, but he's not the same Jack Doyle. He's never been like a to me like a top like a big time superstar tight end like your Zach Ertz's and Travis Kelsey's and Gronk's of the world. You guys haven't acquired Ertz yet? No. You neither Buffalo. of you? Neither of no, you? No, not yet. We, we, <laughs> I thought he was a lock. Too, I thought Twitter yeah, I said thought it was, was a lock four times already. It seemed like every every couple of weeks there's a new rumor popping up. Uh, it's on the brinks. He's coming to Buffalo and then it just never happens. And then Man. You guys have obviously the connections there with your coach and with your quarterback. So I wouldn't hate it, but I, I like, yeah, you know, like Zach Ertz like three years ago. Yeah, Zach Ertz now. Uh, yeah, I'm but, in the same boat as you. It doesn't really get me going there. Right. It, um, it would be somebody who was some solid hands, but nothing that's going to get me really excited and think is going to game change here for us. Exactly. Uh, the Colts did just draft a tight end, though, this past year. Kylan Granson, who's got a lot. Uh, people are really excited for him. I think he was the fourth round pick out of SMU. And uh, he's probably going to make the roster. The Colts have traditionally kind of gone with three tight ends, at least on the final roster. And uh, hearing a lot of good things about Kylan Granson, they think he's going to be an instant uh, instant contributor to this offense. So I'm pretty excited for that. Instant tribute on special teams. Yeah, that too. That's probably where he's going to make his money the first year anyway. Yeah, just to get some play time, get out there. But I'm very excited for Kylan Granson's future. Um, as far as our receivers go, all right, uh, we got T.Y. Hilton, of course, returning out of one year. He got a he got big, big payday. We call him T.Y. your number one receiver at this point in his I, career. I think you have to. I don't. I don't know. We haven't seen enough about Michael Pittman to be a wide receiver. I think that's where the Colts' advantage, like advantage, is. If you don't get me, if if you follow my drift, is that they don't have a wide receiver one. They're pretty even keel. There's not one guy that's like, hey, give me all these targets, give me all these targets. They benefit because they they can spread their. You know what I mean? Like a defense. Yeah, they they like, benefit from that mediocrity. I understand what you're saying, man. I mean, it's, it, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, don't, I, I, like, I, I like our wide receiver room, but I don't love it. I yeah. don't love it. I you know, could have invested in, in some of that this offseason, too. No, I know. I know. Uh, paying, yeah. paying T.Y., you could have paid somebody else there. Juju was out there. Somebody wanted to steal him from the oh, I don't want Juju. I don't want Juju. Juju's a, like a high end number two, too. Juju yeah. could be a high end number two. It fit right in with you guys. Number two receivers everywhere. <laughs> that, is, that is true. We all, Lord knows, he's not a wide receiver one anymore. No, or he ever. He never Antonio was. Brown. He never lost was. Lost Antonio Brown and lost everything. Yeah. 
Uh, we got second year receiver Michael Pittman Jr., who everybody hopes and you know hopes is the future wide receiver one. Um, had some injury stuff last year. In fact, he had an injury that was so bad in his leg, it was like a clot or something that he could have died um, if he didn't get it looked at. It was very extreme, but um, everybody's hoping for Pittman to be the guy. We got Paris Campbell, uh, Zach Pascal. Uh, we're, we want to see Paris Campbell take a step up. He's been injury played his entire career. We haven't really seen him do a whole lot on the field. Um, so a big, big prove it year for him. Zach Pascal, who's been quietly like our, I mean, technically our wide receiver too, but he's actually, he puts up some quietly good numbers. Uh, Desmond Patton, Mike Strachan, uh, and a couple other guys that, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how many we're going to go into the season with. Drag some of these running backs in there. You guys got some pass catching running backs. Yeah, we'll uh, save it. No, I, I gotta, be, I got, we got, we're playing, we're playing chess here, man. Not checkers. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta beat you guys in the running back category. It's not looking good for the wide receivers. Absolutely right not. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's not a good look. So, um, yeah, I, I could just tell you right from top to bottom. Like I, I, I enjoy it. I love, I, I, I enjoy this wide receiver room. I think there's some potential, but we don't have that guy. We don't have our Marvin Harrison. We don't have our Reggie Wayne. We don't have our, um, you know, we don't have that de facto number one currently. We have, we technically have it in, in, in some time, even though T.Y. is putting up some good year, good numbers over the years. Uh, there's no doubt he's not the same guy that he was, uh, you know, five, six years ago. So. I picture T.Y. having a few good moments this year, but I don't know if it's going to be consistent enough to for your boy Carson Wentz to look all that great at all times. Pepping around a lot of potential. Potential can be a dangerous word if it's not coming to fruition over there. That's true. Potential, yeah, it is. It is a scary thought. I I, I was laughing because Colts fans love they like that they they appreciate Ty, but man, they were cracking jokes on on Ty. Um, some about Ty showing up to a camp or, or no, he wasn't at some kind of camp thing, camp function, and somebody said that he like he, he tore his hamstring <laughs> filling up a bottle of water or something. Old. long in the two. Yeah, just a little bit. All right, my friend, the Bills uh, receiving situation. Okay. First of all, led the league in receptions, led the league in receiving yards, was a huge target of Josh Allen, pro bowler, Stefan Diggs, number one in your hearts, number 14 on the field. Uh, then we bring in, <clears throat> replace John Brown with Emmanuel Sanders. I'm very up in the air. I don't know really what we're getting out of Emmanuel Sanders. I get the impression he could be one of those guys who, uh, Buffalo is straying away from just let's get Josh Allen some big receivers, some big radius, some big catching radiuses here, and let's just get him some guys that can get open. So I'm I'm counting on Emmanuel Sanders being one of those guys who can get open and Josh can get him the ball. He's not really that deep threat that he once was because he's also getting up in the up in the age and on a one year deal here. Yeah, actually I believe it's a two year deal just to fluff out the money a little bit. To but that's you know it's a one year deal. Then we got Mr. Antivax himself, Cole Beasley, uh, keeping him off Twitter, keeping him on the field. Might be a little bit better as he runs around. Uh, I very much love him in the slot. He's good for those chunk yards that we need on those late downs, and we just need a first down to keep those sticks moving. Then occasionally you can catch him up on the field, and he can make some guys miss. Uh, he was all pro based on being one of the best slot receivers, but, I mean, in comparison, he's down in the death chart as all pro but strictly based on slot somebody voted him in there and i, I mean i'll take it yeah Listen, I, um, despite what's going on like social media wise you know it, it's not for us to say 
I still think that Cole Beasley is one of the like he's he's a grinder man. He's 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 a hard working dude on the field, and uh, you know he reminds me a lot of like some of these like Patriots wide receivers that are like they're not like these big time like uh, they're not your Julio Jones like these big time name ones, but man they go and grind and get they get those yards that you absolutely need. Beasley played against the Colts last year. He had something wrong with him. Uh, he had some kind of injury where like a sprained knee or something with his leg. I want to say it was. And we're like, oh, shoot, like he shouldn't be, you know, he probably shouldn't realistically be out there. But he went out there and he put up he did good when Allen looked for him to throw the, you know, throw touchdown pass or extend drives to. He came up big. So, you know, adrenaline drugs, man, adrenaline and drugs, man. uh, They'll keep you shot up there over on the sidelines. That'll do it. (laughs) Then we transition into our little darling of last year's draft, Gabe Davis, Uh, eight touchdowns last year. So we appreciate what he brings. On those extended plays, he manages to find himself uh, running the sidelines and getting over to open for Josh. So uh, we got still one year, bringing back Isaiah McKenzie on a one-year deal, who's probably doing our, our special team's duties this year as kick and punt return. But he's more of the gadget guy, the receiver that will run the fakes too. And and then from there on out, we have a bunch of hodgepodge of, you know, the former Bills darling Duke Williams, Jake Kumro. Draft pick this year, Marquez Stevenson, a, a guy who could potentially be a deep ball threat, but fighting for maybe special teams play. Isaiah Hodgins, who was a draft pick last year, injured. Uh, he's one of the the new Duke Williams here, the practice champions who we're forever optimistic and will think he's going to be some breakout star. Hopefully he doesn't just disappear into thin air uh, once the pads come on. Uh, former Josh Allen college teammate Tanner Gentry. Uh, nothing to come calling on and anything beyond that. We'll talk about our highly athletic, but, uh, you know, occasionally hands are a little made of stone that Dawson Knox at tight end. And then another former Josh Allen teammate from college, Jacob Hollister, who actually uh, led the Seattle Seahawks in receiving yards from the tight end position a few years back. So I think there's a lot of optimism that he's going to be uh, pretty, pretty good there could potentially be the H-back role as well, which would take out our fullback, Reggie Gilliam, who does that tight end fullback role as well. We have Mr. COVID from last year, Tommy Sweeney, who uh, there's not really much expectations from him this year. Stay healthy, uh, make the roster, and see where we can go from there. But I think with the starting lineup of Diggs, Sanders, and Beasley, I mean, you can even take Sanders out of that equation, and you got the leading receiver because – Lord knows oh, yeah. Josh Allen's going to shove it down his throat and get it to him early and often. And then you got Cole Beasley, who's Mr. Third Down over here, going to move those yardsticks and continue that path down the field here. And then the wild card with Emmanuel Sanders. Buffalo's tried to acquire him for years and finally got their hands on him. And uh, I'm going to miss having that downfield threat there, but Emmanuel Sanders, I'm optimistic he's going to fit right in here. Yeah, I'm excited. Emmanuel has been one of those guys. He's he's bounced around a couple teams, but he's always been very, very consistent in what he does. Uh, fantastic player, fantastic player, and yeah, there's there's no doubt about it that this Buffalo wide receiver room is leagues. I mean, I would, I would take Stephon Diggs alone over most of our wide receiver. Again, yeah. I mean, this is based on what I've seen the last past couple of years. Do I have optimism and hope for Michael Pittman and all these characters? Absolutely. I don't want our Colts listener, Colts fan listener, to to to, to kind of, you know, to, just to think that I'm just, you know, 
I'm just, oh, I'm a Bills defector now. No, it's it, it's just the Bills have done a much better job at drafting, trading, grooming wide receivers. Gabe Davis yes. last year. I mean, I love the Gabe Davis story. He was a third round pick, I think, third, fourth round pick. And uh, and listen, when we didn't have John Brown, his kid stepped up really good and he made some exciting yep. catches and big time. Did you say we, when we didn't have John Brown? Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, you guys, we? you guys. We I did say, oh shoot. We we yes oh, yes no. we we. Oh no. Uh oh. Bills Mafia, welcome, welcome. Oh, so we reserved your seat. Shit, this is what I get for covering the Bills and not liking them over. Yeah. <laughs> for three four years with, with fucking. Just admit Bills. your low key love. Admit your low key love. <laughs> but all right, so the Bills win the uh, pass catcher riders. Now let's go to running back. Uh. Oh man. I mean, listen, Jonathan Taylor merged big time yeah. last year, 900 big. yards in the last half of the game, something like that. Uh, dude's really, really good. I hope it continues. Naheem Hines following up fantastic pass catching running back. And, and uh, when Marlon Mack went down, Naheem Hines was the dude for a little while. And he did a very, very good job stepping up into that role. Uh, and of course, Marlon Mack coming back. They got him on a cheap $2 million deal. The guys returning off. Of, I think it was an Achilles injury and uh, bring him to Buffalo at that price. Bring yeah. him to Buffalo at that price. Oh, I know. I really thought that he was going to end up, end up there, but they brought him back. He wanted to come back and I respect the hell out of it. And then Jordan Wilkins Wilkins, who's been a uh, running back three or four, most of his tenure with the, uh, with the Colts. He's a, actually not a bad power back and, and pretty solid in certain situations as an RB four. I'm completely comfortable having him there. I think it works out really good. I think he rounds out our, uh, our running back room. Pretty, pretty the diversity good. between the, the big hit, Jonathan Taylor, the receiving backs there. It's a nice, uh, then you got a little bit of everything with Marlon yeah. Mack. It's, it's a good combination to have. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's got their, got their niche. And I think that's a very important thing to have in a running back room, especially in 2021, where, when the more diverse your your running back room is, the better you off you'll be. So, um, so yeah, I can already tell you right now, I'm, I'm taking the Colts running backs over the Bills. But um, if you want to read off and uh, talk about yours, you you are taking the Colts running backs over. The yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got Devin Singletary. I'm assuming there's kind of controversy on who's going to be our number one running back. Devin Singletary is the de facto because he's the one who's been here the longest. Zach Moss. Our little wrecking ball, and then you go on to our free agent signing of Matt Breida, so coming like. from Miami, but by way of San Francisco, where he had some big years. Uh, listen, he's he's the lone back on our field here that's going to take a ball deep and just run off with it. Neither Zach Moss or or Devin Single are going to get confused with the speedster here. And then we got our fourth running back, who's really just a special teams ace for us, one of our gunners, Taiwan Jones. He's strictly there for special teams. Uh, we cried out this earlier, maybe get those guards situated and get the scheme running a little bit better for our backs, but there's no crazy optimism that Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are going to have a some extreme breakout year, but it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if they did. Yeah, uh, There was plenty of times that last year where Buffalo forgot they had running backs on the field. <laughs> Which until the playoff listen. game against the Colts, they went run heavy in the first half. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? I mean, what, thank what you, this? but what Brian Dable, this isn't your offense. Like, get out of here with that nonsense. Get out can we can we include Josh Allen in this situation? Because he, uh, he put up some that red zone is his, baby. Hey man, he I mean, within 20 yards. Is, is Lamar is Lamar Jackson a running back? 
we we've just we all know he's a running back <laughs> half the time. What do you mean? Is he? Of I, course he is. <laughs> he's a running back that occasionally flicks the ball to the tight end there a little bit there. <laughs> if he wasn't a running back, what would he be? You know, he's yeah. one of those trick play guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there for the gadget play, which is every play with every him. play. It's <laughs> oh, keep shining the balls toes. going to. Mm. They got us again. Let's, with how many yards he puts up as a rush rusher and a quarterback, he I got to give him our. I mean, you can't take away his MVP trophy. No, can't no, no, no. Take away from what he does in the field. He's a hell of a player, but yeah. But uh, they factor in to that run game. There's plenty of design runs for Lamar Jackson. There's plenty of design runs for Josh Allen. Yeah, that's a good point. And then Just once those plays break finish. down, once those plays break down, sometimes you know you get that ten yard run to solidify that first down to keep those plays on going, keep that drive moving. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would certainly, unfortunately, give the nod to the Colts on this as well. Sweet. I think we're up four to two. I just I just hope, uh, you know, Buffalo, if it's not working, Buffalo abandons that ship and sticks to the pass game and just dink and dunks yeah. all over the field. And I do got to say, right. You know? No, I do got to say, I do like Zach Moss better than Singletary. Moss had some fumbling issues last year, but I think from a, uh, I just, I, I, I feel like I see more out of Moss than I do Singletary in some instances. We're He's like, got that, that like, bruiser mentality that I'd yeah. like to see out there. Like Moss uh, there like, knew he had to earn it. Like Moss knew he had to earn it. Singletary had to earn it as well, but it's like, yo, he had Frank Gore start in front of me. Like, with, yeah. you know, it's Sm- like, I know it's, I, I know Frank Gore is not going to last forever. Like, come on. No, he will last forever. Unfortunately, he will. It's one of those people that just never goes away. <laughs> There's some optimism with uh, Devin Singletary trimming up a little bit and flexing on the gram here, but I, I mean, till he learns how to run a little bit faster, which you you can work that out and train yourself. But I'm not crazy optimism that he's going to be that breakaway uh, offensive player for us. Right. No, I uh, I agree. I mean, hopefully for your, like your sake, yeah, but uh, unfortunately not at the moment. Uh, and it brings us to our last position, the quarterback position. Colts acquiring uh, Carson Wentz, as we all know, via trade from the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of optimism, a lot of character issues that they said beforehand, and he's not doesn't seem to be showing that here in Indy, going above and beyond to take care of his players. Look, look out for the, coming to rookie stick, sticking around with the rookies, working out with them. Uh, I've been really impressed from a character perspective of Carson Wentz transitioning to the Indianapolis Colts. It's a little weird for me still. But from a character yeah, perspective, char- character I'm issues can get get fixed by simply changing yeah. the environment. Sometimes to look at Steph Diggs. Yeah. Steph Diggs was a cancer, right? Yeah, fix or I mean, blown out of proportion. I would dare say. I Very think I'd probably so. go. I'd probably go that 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 point too. Um, Carson Wentz. Well, we have a couple backups. Got to be fighting for that quarterback too. Uh, Jacob Beeson, who's on his second year with the team, and everybody wanted him to be the starter. I don't know why still. Uh, Colts fans. That Buffalo syndrome when you're, you got nothing else going here. Yeah. And that backup quarterback looks sexy these days. Throw in Nathan Peterman. Yeah. We're going Listen, to the chip. I, <laughs> I, I was one of those guys and boy, did that one blow back in my face here. Oh, Ty, Tyrod had that low ceiling and Peterman. Yeah. We just didn't know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I miss being excited for Peterman. That was a good time. He's got a job still, doesn't he? In Oakland. He's, I think he's with the Raiders. Yeah. I, he's think. In, he's, oh, I said Oakland, ah. Vegas. He's employed. John Gruden loves him. John Goon's a wacky character. So yeah, he's something. He's something. You wanted to take him off her hands, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass on us. So you got Wentz, you got Eason, you got uh, Sam Ellinger. 
Sam Ellinger, we drafted yeah. him in the this year. We drafted him this year, sixth round, I think, right? Yeah, sixth round, I believe. Uh, out of Texas. And I have a friend okay. who's a big Texas college fan, and he said he's pretty excited. He maybe a little cocky. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's got to be start for the Colts band of the year." Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Sounds, but I, sounds like practice squad written all over. <laughs> right. <laughs> six, yeah. six round quarterbacks. No, I know. Yeah, it doesn't. Ha- the, the the Cinderella story doesn't happen as often as we'd all like, but. Um, I am excited for Allinger. I think that we got great depth on this uh, in this quarterback, solid depth of this quarterback room, but it all starts at the top. If Carson Wentz doesn't execute, you know, we, we know, listen, we've talked at nauseum about his bad year last year, his rough years in Philadelphia. Um, you know, have we seen his ceiling? I don't know yet. Maybe. But I, you know, I can understand why the change of scenery specifically to Indianapolis would oh, be, you know, yeah. maybe maybe refix what was broken in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia was bad. It was bad. And I mean, I don't think the wide receiver room in the Colts is significantly better. I think it is a little bit better, but coaching, all that stuff, I think I think it's gonna offensive line, yeah, that's all the gonna environment. play. The environment for, for sure. Um but you know, he it, it his his <clears throat> his yardage and stuff has declined over the years. Where Josh Allen, you know, while still, you know, he's still young, he's still growing, he's grown leaps and bounds since his yeah. year. So I have, nothing, I have nothing but good things to say about Josh Allen, but um, I'll let you take it away. Speaking of number 17, QB1 on our depth chart, Josh Allen, the Wyoming product, continues to grow. Let's, let's listen. I'm very optimistic for what he can do, especially since we're basically bringing back what we had last year, swapping out John Brown for Emmanuel Sanders. Our number two, his name might sound familiar to Chicago fans, but no Chicago fans listen to this podcast. <laughs> they might. Mitchell Trubisky, Money Mitch over here, um, I think, which is a steal at $2.5 million for this year for a backup quarterback. So if for any reason Josh Allen goes down for a small amount of time, emphasis on the small amount of time, that Mitchell Trubisky can come in, run very similar offense. He's got the athleticism. He's not – as electrifying as Josh Allen with the feet, but he can definitely put up and get you some decent run yards here or there, or run the similar offense. Then our third QB would be Jake Fromm. I believe a fifth round pick from a few years back. Same yeah. draft class as your number two there. And uh, nothing to run home about. He's, he's There's no special features about Jake Fromm. Uh, there's no athleticism. You're never going to say he's got that powerful arm. And then our fourth QB is really a, a guy that is touted around the Buffalo media as like a low-key coach in the making here, Davis Webb, who helps organize some of the team activities who we could see joining the staff. But, I mean, there's nothing uh, for sure down the line here. But So it, practice squad written all over him. I, I don't see much hope for Jake Fromm in the future. As most teams these, these days, Buffalo is probably going to go with two QBs to start the year. This is less of a COVID year, so that's probably why we went with Jake Fromm as our third last year. Yeah. Just held on to him. But uh, I I don't see him being a really a factor unless just some massive injuries start occurring. Uh, I I think that'd be our official trump card of us tying this up. You guys, what was it, three to four? You guys now, it's three, now it's three to four. Now, now it's, it's three, three to four. four. Yeah. But uh, our three is a big three there with that last one is – QB one, Josh Allen here. 
Yeah. I'm well, hoping that last year was not a blip on the radar. I don't envision it being a blip on the radar with the projection, with the youth, with the continuous He's working growth. hard. Yeah, I'm going to give him a lot of, you know, a lot of credit. I'm, again, I'm not going to sit here and like take anything away from what Carson Wentz is going through. But, man, Josh Allen has – he's worked really tremendously hard to kind of be the guy. And I was a Rosen guy, so blew me out the water. Right, this. right. You know, it, it's, 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 it's difficult. You know, all this, pro- there, there is, there's, listen, there's pressure when you're in the NFL and especially to come to a team that hasn't had a franchise quarterback in over 20 something years, there is extended pressure on that. And Josh has worked hard. He's risen to the occasion and, you know, he's done very well for himself and he has, yep. he, he's, you know, and, and he's done, a, he's, he has the fortunate uh, thing. You know, he's not like Sam Darnold where Sam Darnold went to the jets and they kept taking things away from him. Josh Allen came to Buffalo and they're like, okay, we know we got to go get this kid. They get went and got him as Stefan Diggs. Um, you know, they messed around with the offensive line. They helped bolster the defense. They're trying to figure out the tight end situation. They're, they're, they're trying. And that's, listen, when you have support in the front office to, for that to happen, you're in a good position. And Josh is in a very good position. Going and on. I think the, the team around him has been, uh, they're, they're putting the supporting cast where they need to, especially going out and acquiring like a Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I'm trying to continually improve here. Going to get Cole I, I like Beasley. What I see. Going to get Cole Beasley. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Who, Sign them. Who was the one? Uh, Zay Jones was our, the wide. Zay Jones, second and round Kevin pick. Benjamin were the wide, like the top Ugh. wide receivers. Like, Andre Holmes. Ugh. Charles Clay. Charles Clay. You know, just all nice these names for Charles Clay, but geez, all the rest are flopping <laughs> on their face left and right here. I did like Charles Clay a bunch, but yeah, it just wasn't good with Josh. So. Uh, they really like flip this entire roster around to really help out Josh. I think that's the that's one of the best endorsements you can ever have as a quarterback in the NFL. So, um, so the score is four to three, but it's a big one for for that third one for the Bills. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, but I am excited to see this game happen later this year. Uh, Very much so. It should be a good one. I'm sure Brandon's going to be there getting beer dumped on him at New Era Field. Um, except, you know. Just be Listen, I, I I go there and I, I treat him like he's my family until we step out of that car and then I'm letting all these people know he doesn't pay his child support and I'm talking <laughs> all kinds of shit. I'm letting him know he doesn't file his taxes and all that stuff like that. He's a tax cheat. He's the least American man I've ever seen. You know, I try to try to get him to get shit on as much as humanly possible when we're at those Bills games. I love it. I, I, you know, I love him though. Yeah, I love the guy. No. Hey, you know what? Only, only, only tr- good friends can really do that and get away with it, right? So, exactly. So it's my boy, Nick, my friend. Thank you so much for uh, for for coming on to the show. I appreciate you filling in. Uh, Brandon's down in New Orleans, and I was like, oh man, what am I gonna do? And he he suggested you. I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then you came up with the idea of this episode. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have a life. I don't mind jumping on. <laughs> hey. I you're you're the man. I appreciate you. To the listeners, no I don't have Wait. a witty. What you got a rant? Is this, is, is this the time where you usually kick it to Brandon? Because I'm Brandon right now. You yeah. You you want to rant? I am the rant? Brandon Allen Rogers here. Go ahead, rant Colts away. Nation. Colts Nation. Are you ready? When when Carson Wentz falls off here, you're about to face the, what we call in Buffalo the Tyrod Taylor years of continued mediocrity of. Just above 500 ball because we can't have 500 ball anymore. Just below 500 ball because we can't have 500 ball anymore. Welcome to the Brian Brahms years. Welcome to the Thad Lewis, the the Jeff Tools, the EJ Manuels, the Kyle Hortons. You're going to be excited when you sign that next Kelly Holcomb. Draft the next JP Lawson because this Colts Nation. 
we're not a nation. The Colt's stable. You're a little stable, right? Is that what Colts are in there? They're probably in stables in the farms, right? Colt's stable. Be ready for that. That extended, we're not good enough to barely make the playoffs or we're good enough to barely miss the playoffs every year. That seventh seed. Get comfortable in that seventh seed. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. We got Josh Allen now, baby. We're going to ride that Josh Allen train down to the ground. All right? Brandon, I miss you, buddy. Come back safely. Come back safely. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening to another episode of Colts fans. Boo. In Bill's land. Hey. You can cut it off there. We don't got to go through the whole. Let's go, Buff. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. Bill's Mafia. guys we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography we're gonna have to come up with a plan hey why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors wait whoa whoa doors like an exit door yeah maybe we should get on that hold on a second these doors are labeled this one says dracula on it and this one says beware zombies that's probably the exit and the last one just says nekagrima tough call Mm. i got an idea on three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One two, three. <laughs> oh, hello there. Damn, Damn that's, that's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That Scary new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.